This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to Above Grade, your one-stop podcast for all things remodeling in Central Ohio. I'm Bryce Jacob from J.S. Brown & Company. I'm here with Greg Hansberry for your edutaining value. Hey, hey. How's it going, man? It's going good. I, I'm really excited about today's show because I can already see the uh, dad jokes and the puns. I can, they're yeah. going to be coming a mile away. Well, most, most of the topics I really kind of um, work on for that purpose right. uh, alone. Yeah, and then today we got a really glassy guy. With nah, us. I knew it. It was coming, see here. right? About a minute into the podcast, your first, your first. It was pun. a buildup. It was a buildup, and the reason he's so glassy is I've got, I've got Bob Harlow. He's from Eastway Supply. Bob, awesome yes. to have you with us today. Uh, great to be here today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so you probably get that a lot. Right? Uh, You're yeah, a real glassy yeah. guy. I'm kind of a big deal. People know me around town, so. <laughs> you are a big deal around town. At least you are in our industry because uh, you're kind of our go-to guy when it comes to glass doors and uh, in showers and making seamless showers and, and really making them nice and stylish and fit for what everybody's looking for today. Yep, I try to uh, do the best I can for J.S. Brown, no doubt about that. Very good, very good. So, Greg... Yes, sir. You probably run into to Bob out and about. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. sure you have. Yeah, I mean, a guy like him, you're going to run into him here and there um, all, all the time. What's your <laughs> wife know about glass? I mean, not, we learned last week. We, uh-huh. we needed to really kind of stop asking you. Yeah, about she's the one. Um, she, well, she's got I, all the answers. She she knows enough that she definitely wants a glass uh, shower uh, door or enclosure. Okay. Yeah, so we know. I know that much. <laughs> All right. Well, and that's good. I, I'm your guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Or her guy, right? Her guy. I know yeah, I'm going to pay attention go. today so I can go back and report. Definitely. Well, that's that's what Greg's been doing. He's trying to get all this knowledge so he can impress his wife. And and she came on the show a couple of weeks ago only to find out she really knew. She knew more than me. Kind of about tenfold. Yeah. So, uh, see, I'll, I'll learn some information from you today, Bob, and yeah. go home and be excited to tell her. And she'll be like, oh, yeah. She'll verify. That's, yeah. <laughs> she'll be like, that's well, right, actually, Greg. Good boy. Asked, Bob is, yeah. It's like my first grader who comes home with, you know, Dad, did you know Columbus is the state capital? That a boy. Keep it coming. <laughs> there you go. Don't don't tell your mom that. She won't be as impressed, <laughs> believe me. That's good for your kids. So you've been with uh, with Eastway for a number of years now. I, I've been working with you for over a dozen. Yeah, I've been there about 17 years now. Yeah. Uh, How did you end up coming into Eastway, and was it for shower doors specifically or working in their glass? It it was. I had my own glass company uh, in the 90s, and uh, Eastway actually tried to buy us out, had a partner, didn't want to sell. A couple years later, stopped in the Eastway to pick something up. VP took me to lunch, made me an offer I couldn't refuse. Been there, (laughs) like I said, going on 17 years Mm -hmm. now. Sold my business and went to work for them. Yeah, good deal. Well, All about the glass. Well, that was smart of them to do that back then. I think so. My mom thinks so as well. Well, that's good. It's always important what our moms and our wives think, isn't it? Unfortunately. Without their opinions, <laughs> uh, we wouldn't have facts. So <laughs> so, um, so, you are the shower door specialist. You're kind of the glass guru, if you will, to some I, extent. Definitely the glass guy at uh, Eastway Supplies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That is true. Very good. So... Tell us what's going on with, with glass these days. It isn't just for showers, but what are we seeing? Let's stick with the bathroom, and then let's stray into some other areas in the home where are using glass. But. Well, in the bathrooms, we're still doing a lot of shower doors, obviously. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of uh, panels now, not putting doors up. People like the barrier-free, so mm-hmm. they can just walk in. And so we put just enough glass up to keep it from getting out, but no door. Uh, in the house, we're doing wine cellars. 
Uh, I've got a big job I'm doing right now. We're doing handrail, all glass handrail around a pool area Hmm. outside, Mm -hmm. doing interior uh, handrails. So a lot of glass. So if it's made of glass, you're you're the one that's going to be able to figure it out, huh? I'll find a way to do it. If I haven't done it, I'll find a way to do it and make it happen. Well, I want to talk about some of these other spaces, but the bathroom is what uh, is where it's going right now, at least okay. in a lot of our projects. So, um, you're let's talk about that barrier free because you know, Greg, as you know, we've been talking mm-hmm. about universal design and barrier free, and that's finally caught on, and it's more mainstream. We're seeing showers like that, but there sometimes you have doors that open; it's still barrier free. You still have an enclosure. But there are a lot of wet rooms that are open with a glass panel or a partition to keep water from splashing into other areas and so on. So how are you setting that glass now that it's barrier-free? Do you channel set something down into the floor? We can channel it. We can use clamps. uh, We can bury it in the tile or the granite Mm -hmm. or the marble. You know, the the granite people can slot it for us. The tiles, tile guys can leave the outside out and we put the glass in and then they tile it in. So... Mm -hmm. Really, whatever the customer wants. Uh, some people like the look of the metal. Some people like channels. Or, I mean, uh, the uh, clamps. And some people don't want to see anything. They just want the glass to more look contemporary, like it's, yeah, floating. Absolutely. Look. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, when you're doing that, is there an install that's either more difficult for you to do, or one that is more costly to do? Clamps definitely are. I don't want to use the word difficult because, well, I don't install, so I just have to measure it. But, um, there you go. Uh, yeah, the clamps are a little more difficult. You have a little less so you've room. Heard, yeah. A <laughs> little less room for something that doesn't fit perfect, mm-hmm. uh, where you can hide some stuff in the channels. Uh, it is definitely um, a greater cost compared to the channel. You might see 25 to 35% more for the exact same opening by using clamps as you would mm-hmm. if you use a channel on it. Why would someone use clamps? Is that a look that people are pursuing right now? or It is, and um, some people can't get past the idea. They think frameless shower door, there shouldn't be any metal anywhere, mm. and that's right. not always necessarily the case. But you'll get somebody that just doesn't want to see metal, and clamps are the way to do it. Especially if we come in, which is normally the case, we come in after tile work's finished. So at that point, it's too late to try to bury it in the, in mm-hmm. the, in the tile or in the mm-hmm. granite. So, so I'm curious when you do bury it in tile or granite, is there some sort of waterproofing or sealing you need to do, or is that on the others? Well, typically the tile guys would have their membrane or whatever they mm-hmm. do. We would go in on top of that. They would do their tile work and then we, or they would come back and silicone everything on the exterior of it, uh, to seal the glass to the tile or to the granite, whatever the material may okay. be. And should a homeowner know about maintenance on that? Yeah. Um, you definitely want to, you know, if, if you read the specs on the on the tube of silicone, they may tell you every year. But every couple of years, you definitely, it just makes like, sense. Just like caulking a tub. Or, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to cut out the old or, and put yeah. in the new. Uh-huh. And, and if not just for the maintenance of it, just the appearance of sure. it, it definitely looks better. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, yeah, so you said something. I want to back up to that because a lot of homeowners do put their own caulk or silicone. No, in. I hate that job. I always get it too. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. No, well, nobody likes to do it. And, <laughs> there, and so when you, there's something you don't like to do, uh, occasionally there's a corner that may be cut in doing it. Mm-hmm. And so you mentioned take out the old. Yes. And I think that's where I've seen people make the big mistake is they leave the old there and they just silicone over it and it doesn't seal the same way because there's an not. opening there already that's just going to continue to work its way open at an accelerated rate. So, yeah, take that extra step and, and work it out of there, pull it out. I, my feeling on, on 
silicone. If it's a good silicone to start with and you start pulling it, it really starts to all come out anyway. Yeah, it doesn't correct. come out in little tiny pieces. So if you just get it started well and you don't force it, just finesse it a little bit. Yep. Kind of pulls right out and you're off to the races and to put the new in. Spend the extra money. Uh, it doesn't have to be name brand, but get 100% pure silicone. A lot of the stuff with additives to it just does not last very long. Yeah. Uh, it's been at least, you know, in my experience. So 100% pure silicone will stick to just about anything. It lasts a lot longer. It's got a lot more elasticity. So as your house is moving, breathing, everything that a house does in the different seasons, it goes right along with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It sure does. And we've sure talked about caulk an awful lot on this show, haven't we? Mm-hmm. The general maintenance of it, the the use of it, windows and doors, all the different areas where you use silicone. But wet areas, obviously, the reason you're using it is you want to keep wet out of where you don't want wet. Correct. Why I can't say that ten times wet, fast. Wet what? What? Wet out of where you don't want wet. <laughs> Did I say that right again? That's going to be even make that sense. Be the tease for this show. <laughs> There's your tip for the week. Yeah. <laughs> don't try to say that. <laughs> My goodness. Um, okay, so we've got we've got the channel set, we've got the buried, and we've got the clamps. So there's a lot of different ways to install. And so tell me about when you go with a frameless versus semi-frameless cost could be you know one contributing mm-hmm. factor why you would go with a semi-frameless over a frameless three-eighths or half-inch thick door mm-hmm. uh, sometimes the size of the shower um, very small bathrooms or small especially the shower um, not a good candidate for a frameless shower door there are gaps on frameless shower doors that we can't eliminate and so if you got a really small shower and i'm talking something not much bigger than a small closet or, mm-hmm, or like a, a phone booth yeah, yeah you're gonna have a lot of direct water hitting on there and what you don't want are gaps and uh so a semi-frameless is a much better fit for that type of shower well and just for listeners to understand the difference a semi-frameless actually has a frame that closes onto the adjacent yes. frame and and when we talk frameless shower doors Typically, the frameless is going to be the door itself. You're going to mm-hmm. have two hinges, maybe three hinges, and a handle, nothing else around it. Everything else, all the other panels, whether it be a notch panel for a seat, a return panel, whatever you have, we have to have a way to install that, whether it be clamps or channel or, again, burying it in the mm-hmm. uh, in the marble. So, yeah, when we talk frameless shower doors, we are specifically talking about the door itself. The door. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, like you did in my bathroom. Correct. Yeah. And that turned out beautiful. Turned out fantastic. I still love it to this very day. Must be why I'm still doing all your work. <laughs> it is. Yeah, that is. That was a test. Everyone's like, how do we get rid of Bob? Oh, I have him do my door. Let's see how that lasts. Get and it worked. Yeah. No, we would never want to get back fire. I'm going nowhere. <laughs> know, that's right. You're on us like white on rice. And, you're in that, and that's how we like it. We want you around. So I was just messing with you. So we've got the, uh, all those different systems. Then there's still sliding doors. Correct. Right? And so are there frameless sliding doors? There are frameless sliding doors. There are sliding doors where the rollers are on the bottom now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you'll have a fixed panel of glass with a small clamp at the top of it that, that holds the sliding panel in place. Um, there are sliding doors with exposed rollers. A lot of people like to call them barn doors. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. they've, they've come a long way in um, sliding shower doors or bypass doors in the last five years. Up until five years ago, we didn't have a lot of options, but now we have quite a few options that we can give you. For the sliders? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I know we've watched them go from kind of a traditional slider method to 
more contemporary. Even yes. some of the, as you call it a barn door, most mm-hmm. people, when they hear the term barn, they think of something old or rustic. And the barn door style you're talking about more of an well. exposed roller. You right. have a, you have a They're very contemporary. Yes. There's amazing rollers out there yep. too. And the glide is just fantastic. They, so gentle and smooth. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think of the old sliders, the ones we were always ripping out yes. <laughs> of, of bathrooms where they just, they get all crudded up in that channel. That channel's always. The uh, old E channel. We, it's like an upside down yeah. E and it had a couple of weep holes in it. Yeah. And yeah. after six months, it was, uh, it was not a pleasant thing to look at. Yeah, it's all boogered up with yeah. mold and grime and soap and everything else that's in there. So, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah uh, count the years mm-hmm. <laughs> and see what you find in there. There's a whole new definition for it. So, yeah, those are great to take out. Um, what do you do in the case where someone says, Bob, I want you to come out and do a shower. We're going to keep the tile. We're taking the old door out. We're going to put a new door in. What what kind of problems exist with that? Um. I guess one of the main problems and, and one of the reasons, another reason to use channel um, as opposed to uh, to the clamps is we're going to take a door out that, one, there was wide channel in there. You're going to probably see some discoloration underneath mm-hmm. the tile. Right. There's also going to be holes from that old door, and we can't cover them. Our door's not, our glass isn't going to be as wide as a channel that they use on that old style door. Mm-hmm. So. By using the U-channels, we can try to cover as much as possible, whereas with the clamps, you're going to see it. Right. Um, but uh, And then a lot of the old doors, the the screws were actually staggered, so you'd have two holes on one side of the channel, one or two holes mm-hmm. on the other side of the channel. It's literally impossible to cover everything. So, <laughs> so you're going to um, see it. So that's a word can, of the wise there. Yeah, you can fill them with, with silicone. You can grout them. You can go you know, to the extreme, taking tile down and replacing tile. I'm always along the, uh, I like to either silicone it or fill it in with grout. Mm-hmm. But um, so that's some of the issues that we run into. Yeah. And I know a lot of homeowners ask that question because it's costly. I mean, the the, the doors that you're talking about, they're a, a nice investment in taking all the tile out of a shower, putting up new board, wall board systems. And then of course, whatever kind of tile they put in and the labor to install that on top of the door yeah. is a pretty big investment Absolutely. in a bathroom. It's, it's It shocks a lot of people what it costs to have a custom job like that done. So it's it, life's a series of trade-offs. We talk about that a lot on the show too. Life's a series of trade-offs, and the one trade-off with keeping the tile there is exactly what you just talked about. You're going to see the wear and tear, the discoloration, of course, holes. Yep. You've got to have a solution for it. You have to be able to live with that look. You're going to have a brand-new, nice, shiny, beautiful shower door, but you're going to have older walls. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a it's a trade-off. And you never know what you get into when you take the door out. You could find cracked tiles underneath there. Yep. Uh, there could be issues, and then suddenly you got to stop what you're doing, and then somebody else has to come in and fix a problem. So, and it adds cost. Yep. Yeah. I see you over there just laughing. <laughs> no, so, I yeah. hear you. That's my luck. You, know? <laughs> you just describe your will, experience. Yeah, this will just be a quick project three days later. <laughs> If you can get a bathroom done in three days. Well, I'm talking about just hanging a shelf or something. Oh, Am yeah. I? <laughs> so tell me when someone goes with a sliding door versus a hinge door, is there usually a typical re- reason why they do one over the other? A lot of times it's a space. Um, it may dictate that you can't have a door that hinges. Say there's a toilet in the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a cabinet is in the way. Maybe there's a door going into the bathroom that opens into where the hinge door would open and which is going to be an issue um so you know in every space 
I don't want to say dictates, but it, it sometimes pushes you in a certain direction or a certain style of door. And, and uh, that's something when I go out to do a measure that, you know, we'll talk about and address. And obviously we try to give everybody whatever they want, but there are occasions where you're just like, look, you have to do, you have to do a sliding door. We can't do a hinge door. It's not going to work. So. And you help advise in that. I try. Yeah. I try. Not always. <laughs> Sometimes there's no uh, change in somebody's mind, but usually yeah. uh, they may they may have an idea of what they want. And when I start telling them reasons why they don't want to go that route, it makes sense to them. And then they'll look in another direction and mm-hmm. hopefully I can guide them in the right place and still make them really happy with what the uh, final product is. So you have the, let's talk on sliding doors. And so you've got the room for it and the application works. Uh, why would someone go with a, a single sliding door as opposed to like a bypass or dual slider? Mostly that's going to be the look. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of what I was discussing, or we talked about earlier, the the barn doors, um, because of the way the, the header, so all the way to the door is on the header, which is your top bar. Right. Um, and the weight of the door is so great that it has to have center support. And what do you use for the center support? the side panel glass. So it's a fixed panel glass. It's got a hole drilled through it. That's mounted into the clamp. And then that carries the weight of this hundred pound door that's sliding back and forth. So several of them are, you know, out of necessity, they have to just be a single sliding door. Um, They have come out with some newer ones, but you're going to see much bigger headers on them. Um, And sometimes you'll see thinner glass in them as well. Mm -hmm. All right. What other shower questions do you have, well, if any, Greg? You know, when I think of glass, I think, uh, or you know, and specifically bathrooms, I think of it's going to get all foggy and yucky. What kind of is there any special uh, like anti fog on it or anything, or you just it is what it is. There are high high performance glass out mm-hmm. there, something called Shower Guard, yeah. uh, which is actually it was um, made for use on the space shuttle. It is a oh, glass wow. that has, if you look at it under a microscope, zero pits and pores to it, which the pits and pores are what all your microscopic, mm. you know, lime deposits and anything else that may be in your water, your soaps, your shampoos. They start building up and filling those pores up, and that's where you have a difficult time to clean it. So shower guard's one option. Um, it's a it's a pricey option. We have a, uh, a chemical option called Diamond Shield. It's got several different names, but it's all pretty much the same chemical component. And there's like three chemicals that go to, goes on the glass, and it seals it. Um, I'm not telling you that it's like Rain-X and nothing will stick to it. Mm-hmm. It's more like a skillet with Teflon. You get done cooking, you set that dirty skillet aside, and you go to clean it later that day, maybe the next day. It wipes right <laughs> off. That's how this glass works. So you'll see the spots and everything on it, but Just when you go to, to clean, clean it, cleaner, paper towel, wipes right off. Perfect. And it'll, it'll, it's got a lifetime warranty on it. It's a great, great product. Mm. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I want, I want to chat about some of the other rooms in the houses like wine cellars and so forth, but it's probably a pretty good time for the that tip of the moment. Week. Yeah, if we, you're ready for it. Let's, Let's roll it. with it. Let's go. It's time for the tip of the week. Showers come in all shapes and sizes. If you're planning to remodel your shower, first think about what is and isn't working. Then think about long-term use. Ask yourself, is the shower large enough for easy access? Do I need a place to sit? Where will I put shampoo and other shower accessories? Can I accomplish my goals in the space I already have? Once you think inside the shower, you'll be able to think outside the box when it comes to design. And that's your tip of the week. Now let's get back to Bob. So Bob, showers, 
other areas in the home. I want to talk about wine cellars. Okay. Because I know you're doing a lot of glass for wine cellars, so you can control the temperature Correct. and the environment behind them, but you can see everything behind. You can see everything. And really feature the wine. Yep. It's a great look. Um, we've done quite a few of them for J.S. Brown, as a matter of fact. Yes, you have. Imagine uh, that. <laughs> imagine that. If you go to our website, you can see what Bob has yes, done. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite pictures to show people. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that was a great, great, great looking wine cellar. But um, yeah, so um, we have people that are taking rooms no bigger than a coat closet, mm-hmm. putting a, a, a small cooling system in it and putting all their, uh, what do you call the things to hold the wine bottles? Racks. Racks. There you go. I don't <laughs> drink wine myself, so I don't know. They're not made of glass, so you wouldn't know. But uh, yeah, and then we put we put glass <laughs> You know, glass, just a single door or a door and a side panel, return panel, just depending on the layout. But, yeah, it's a nice way to show off your collection, not spend a fortune on it, and, and you know, still be able to maintain the temperature in there, which I guess in uh, drinking wine, I hear that's important. <laughs> not a wine drinker, huh? Yeah, no. It's very never. important. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Regulating the temperature, the humidity, everything in a wine room is really important. So. Knowing that glass actually suffices to maintain that temperature is pretty exciting because, again, a lot of people have wine that they like to have on display. The project that you're talking about is we took a wall out between a living room, or dining room rather, and a garage. garage, We built into the garage, into that room, and the entire about 12-foot length of wall is glass. You probably know the exact dimensions of that. Let's go with 12 feet. Yeah, I think that's about (laughs) right. 12 feet. Uh, Let's see. Uh, nine bottles long, so whatever that is. Uh, <laughs> so we've got that long, long glass wall from floor to ceiling, yeah. And everything behind is just on full display, and the lighting in there is all LED, so it doesn't change the temperature by having the lighting. Cool, it's pretty phenomenal. It's when you walk in the door. I mean, it's. I've been doing this for thirty-five years, and there's always a handful of jobs that stick out, and that's one of them. You walk into that house, and I mean, it just it's hard not to go wow yeah <laughs> not not hard to walk that way yeah it's, uh, you want to yeah absolutely you want to walk over and put your hands on it and, yeah yeah it's it's pretty neat and then we've done some that are obviously a little bit more um modest in nature yeah where they're like a single door and and yeah that's the thing that's fun about it for wine um collectors and those who really appreciate wine maybe a little more than you do yep um they uh uh, have a way to display it and 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 use your product in the process, which is and we great. we found that like with a lot of the wine cellars, uh, your commercial grade, you'll see insulated glass in there. Mm-hmm. We found by using in a, kind of making a shower door in a sense, but not in a wet area, but using thicker glass, half inch thick. A lot of the same hardware hinges and stuff that that may be used in a shower setup, um, and then putting clear polycarbonate seals on it. It seems to do a great job. Mm. Uh, we haven't had any issues. The glass doesn't fog up. It seems to maintain the temperature uh, without the cooling unit running constantly. So, yeah, it seems to work fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'm eager to get another project or two started. I just talked to somebody. You'll be happy to know this. It's uh, interested in talking about a wine cellar. So I'll uh, I'll do my very best to get you in here to do another one that makes your top 10 list. Uh, I hope so. Looking forward to Me it. Me too. So um, I've also, we've done a couple doors to workout rooms and yep. the same application like a uh, wine cellar we've done the same thing with workout rooms so you can see into the workout room usually in a basement where people yeah, are correct. putting those yeah. and you got a great opportunity to really make that room not feel so confined i think that's the one thing about in-home gyms 
they feel tight when you're in there if you don't have mirrors. But now that you have glass, yes. the, the space just really grows. And glass with mirrors. So, yeah, yeah, true. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we do uh, we do quite a few of them. Typically, the, ga- the glass is going to run to the ceiling or to a soffit. Mm-hmm. Um, we will run channel on the floor and up, in the, up into the ceiling. Glass, glass hinges, um, half-inch thick glass again. Really not limited to anything. I've done them, I mean, pretty large basements, uh, probably 40 foot long. How do you get it in the basement? Now well, that's that, that is the one thing that you, know, <laughs> you actually have to take into consideration. How, how big a panel it? of glass can I get down the stairs? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that does dictate, um, you know, how right. many pieces of glass you're going to have. Be great to put it in one piece, but unless we're putting a slot in the ceiling and paying for a helicopter to have it dropped in, yeah, we're going to probably put yeah. five, six pieces that are about four foot wide. That's why you're the expert. See yeah. me, I would make I, this is going to be great, and you build it in the garage, and it doesn't fit in the door. Doesn't fit in the door. <laughs> There's an old building downtown that we work in, and uh, one of the main things on there is what fits in the elevator, mm. um, or yeah. on the back in the day on the roof of the elevator. That was always fun. <laughs> Not allowed to do that anymore. Right. I don't believe yeah. you are, but yeah. back in the eighties you were. <laughs> you could do anything. Yeah. Someone someone fell down the shaft, I'm sure, and yeah. ruined it for ruined everyone. Ruined it for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh darn it. Well, you and I were working on the one project together, and unfortunately it didn't go anywhere, but we had had talked about the size of the panels being such that we would have to get it in the house before the roof went on. Yeah. And uh, you know, that that was uh going to be an extraordinary application of glass. And uh, we were building a large room out of glass. All the walls were going oh, wow. to be glass floor to ceiling, like a floating cube, if you oh, will. Oh, that's cool. And, um, you know, some channel set lighting in the floor that was motion detected. The lights would come on when you'd actually walk wow. into the space. And, uh, you know, one of the reasons that didn't happen, <laughs> it's pretty darn expensive sure. type of application. but. Uh, that would have been really special. But it, all those logistics we were thinking about of how we get them in there, how you tilt them, what kind of weight that glass is on itself. So if you're tilting it upright, you don't want it to snap in half. Right. Oh, and it was such a such a large height that we were concerned about that. So we wanted it in there while construction was going on, which of course makes me nervous. Yeah. You know, well, and it's funny you mentioned weight because you can't always get four people on one piece of glass going down the stairs. So yeah. four people can get it off the truck and into the house, but then can they all four be on it going down the stairs? So yeah. yeah, you have to figure a lot of stuff out that you normally, you know, wouldn't come into play. And, you know, for some other people, uh, you know, it's something we have to, uh, we always have to think about. Yep. Absolutely. A lot of oh, details. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the stuff you don't think about until, uh, I get the phone late. call. Yeah. I'm never there. I don't remember. <laughs> I do get the phone call. What were you thinking? <laughs> Obviously I wasn't. <laughs> Beep. Just leave a message. Yeah. Absolutely. So you mentioned that there's special projects that kind of stand out in your mind. What are some of the other things that that you've done that you really are proud of? Um, I guess I'm proud of one of my favorite, and I've told the story a hundred times. I got to work in Eric Clapton's house and we did his recording studio. And my son happened to be going to uh, Capital University on a music technology. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what he was getting his degree in. He was a musician. And he was working part time at Eastway, so I took him with me, okay. and, and uh, it, it was a it was a great great job. He got invited back to uh, set up Eric's drums for him and mm-hmm. play the drums, and they recorded them, and and it was just you know what an amazing day it was. And he you had made a chance it. to meet him. I no, 
He's been there when I've been there. He's very, um, he kind of goes private? off. Yeah, yeah sure. he's very private. His uh, sound engineer was from Scotland, and, and he befriended my son and mm-hmm. helped him with uh, stuff as he was going through college through the years. So they still keep in contact. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome stuff. And we used to do all of custom coaches work. Oh, yeah. The tour buses. Yeah, the tour buses. So sure. back in the day, I was doing shower doors for Johnny Cash, uh, Ray Charles, Deion Sanders, Jerome Bettis, the bus. Mm-hmm. The bus is bus. The bus is bus. bus. Yeah, <laughs> the bus squared. We did all three Madden cruisers. Oh, oh did you really? Yeah, absolutely. So oh, those, that, those, cool. that was a lot of fun. And we typically, um, when they would pick the bus up, we would get to meet them. They would always invite everybody, and so we would get to meet them. So that was always fun. Well, now there'd be a TV show on that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, glass that bus. Yes. <laughs> Something along those lines. Right, right. <laughs> I had to think on the spot. That's you know, good. What yeah, do you do? We, there's it's... room to think about it. I like it. <laughs> Bob, well, awesome. It's great having you on. It's been awesome talking to you about this. Any closing thoughts or how someone can get in touch with you in regards to uh, talking to you about a shower system or a wine room or yeah, even their own coach? Uh, I work for East Way Supplies. You can get hold of me at uh, 614-252-0974. I'd love to meet you. Come out and look at your project and uh, get your price and hopefully do some glass for you. Yeah, and certainly go on uh, the J.S. Brown website, look at our project gallery, and a lot of the bathrooms, wine rooms, all those areas, anywhere you see that glass. I would like to be... think anywhere you see glass on J.S. Brown's yeah. website, I did it. I would <laughs> I would adventure Fingers a guess. Crossed. It's pro- probably yeah. very likely that it is, if not all. So you've been an important part of our business and great partner with us, and I appreciate you being with us today. Well, I appreciate you having me. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody else, uh, for a great episode of Above Grade. If you're interested in chatting with us, you can always do that by sending an email to abovegrade at jsbrowncompany.com. Also, be sure to check out our archive of Above Grade podcasts on iTunes or at jsbrowncompany.com. Don't forget to rate and review us. We always love to hear what you're thinking and, and how we're doing and what we can do to get better for you. Till next week, this is Bryce Jacob with JS Brown and Company wishing you a great week to build from. Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.